Welcome back to Bombarded. We're excited to get back into this, so let's just recap last time real quick. So last time, uh, there's a pretty big battle between one of the Nowhere Man and our bards. You guys happened to uh, encounter this person because they were holding up your carriage, and upon seeing Randy as part of the party, the Nowhere Man got really excited and revealed her identity a little bit because, Randy, you knew her. And uh, battle ensued, which eventually resulted in the necessity for your ensemble magic to be used. Your your instruments beckon to you once more. Because we were getting straight up pwned. You were getting clobbered. Yeah, Yeah, it was rough. So yeah, you guys were getting like you know worked over pretty good. And eventually, it came to a point where Symbol cued Randy into the fact that you know the instruments were glowing and ready for some show. And you three (laughs) got into your song and were able to confine and you know dumb her down a little bit almost seems like she was incapacitated and as symbol was uh you know giving you some tips about what you could have done to improve what you did that's when we had our moment where randy kind of checked out and uh was taken over by eddie to go over and end the life of rhiannon luckily though rhiannon was able to uh kind of shake off whatever spell you had cast with your music and able to get her hand in between the blade and her neck and only lost two fingers, but uh, was able to push back Randy and make an escape through a blinding light. She became a Rian not here anymore. Oh. (laughs) After that, you guys had questioned Randy about it and he was kind of closed up and everything and just eventually like was like, I just need to go to sleep and headed back to the carriage and put himself in like a nice little lull. Razzle and Yashi, you had a conversation with Symbol about this and Symbol just, you know, kind of tried to assuage your concerns as much as he could. Yeah. It was just like, you know what? Let's get back in the carriage. Let's get back on the road. We'll, we'll talk about this more in the morning. So so now we're, are we sleeping now then? Yeah. So uh, okay. we're basically starting off with, uh, with everybody asleep and um, Randy's got his Joby. So he cuddles up <laughs> with that. It makes him feel better because Randy's still kind of shocked. Do we see him cuddling with um, his exactly. Yeah, Randy, despite your efforts to induce magical sleep, you still find it hard to get some solid shut-eye. The echo of, uh, of Eddie's laugh is still kind of resonating in your head, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of troubling you. you. You go in and out of sleep, but there's one point you wake up. You wake up to see Symbol, and he's actually up. He has your organ. All the lights, the displays are up, it's glowing, and he's just like messing around with it, has like a cute smile on his face. Aww. And he he looks up at you and he just goes, Oh, Randy, I I apologize. Go back to sleep. I know this probably comforts you. That's a nice piece of equipment you have there. Oh. I don't think you could get better. Uh thanks, Splash? No problem. Get get some sleep, Randy. Oh, okay. And then I cuddle up to Joby. Back to that perception roll. <laughs> Roll it at disadvantage, you're asleep. So I got an eight plus two. No, you have to roll at disadvantage. You so got to roll, roll it again. again. Oh, right. Oh, oh ha ha, Joby. <laughs> that's what you whispered. <laughs> 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 sleep head, <laughs> Joby. 
I got a 19 the first time and a 10 plus 1 the second time. And I got a 3 plus 3, 6. Okay. You two aren't woken up by this uh, interaction. And it's very minimal, not too loud. By the soft rustle of Randy. Stroking my my teddy bear. (laughs) Oh, dear. Uh, Okay. You all managed to sleep through the night. And the next morning, you're woken up by Symbol. He's shaking you, and he's saying, Hey, wake, wake up. I, I, I think we're here. And you wake up, and you notice that the cart's not moving, and you can see sun filtering through the blinds and the curtains and the carriage. Symbol's just like, I'm guessing we're here. I'm not sure why Mitch wouldn't have woken us up, but uh, he might have fallen asleep driving us here through the night. So, uh, Should he be here. driving your carriage, man? Aren't you, like, famous? Oh, Mitch yeah. is the best. Uh, you know, despite what happened last night, Mitch is a good man. Okay. Uh, All right. He's, he's been with me for a while. So, but yeah, it, it is a little odd. I'll admit that. So, but I, I will say this, the people in Basin, they're not too keen on outsiders. So when we get out there try to be nice, you know, it's, it's been a long time since I've been here, so they may have changed, but it's been a few decades. Oh, um, how, how old, old are, are you? you? <laughs> That's not important. Don't worry about it. Uh, can I roll a persuasion check? Sure, go for it. <laughs> I really want to know. Well, can I roll a maybe a history check also? Sorry, I started. Yeah, yeah. If you want to roll a history check, yeah, go for it. See if, maybe, see if you have know, come I, across that maybe in your. Maybe I know something about see you. See if you've done on Beats Artipedia. I have seventeen. I got a, a nine plus three. Nine plus three. Or twelve, sorry. You ask him, like, so how old are you? And you kind of nudge him just to, like, encourage him. And I give him that winning razzle smile. Yeah, and he kind of looks at you, and he just, like, grins, and he's like, old enough, man. And then, uh, Yashi, you're remembering, you're looking up while the guys were down in the dance club or something in the mm-hmm. basement. You decided to take some time to go to the uh, library to look up a little bit on Symbol. And in that time, you found like a small blurb about him. And the only thing, it says age or date of birth, and it's just marked as unknown. Okay. Our little Hermione over there. So I'll say to <laughs> Razzle, it's not, not worth your time, man. He's, he's not going to tell you. All right. And Randy's still sleeping. <laughs> Yeah, and you haven't woken me up yet. Let's not so wake him up. Shakes and <laughs> I feel like uh, he might be safer if he stays asleep. Randy <laughs> has a jerk and whacks symbol in the face with uh, Joby. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on, man. And he's just like, ah. and he like backs up up against the other side of the carriage and he's like poking you with <laughs> with the other. He's like, Randy, get up. Come on, we gotta get out there. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> All right, Randy says. So again, it's been a while since I've been here, but it's, try to be nice to him. You know. And uh, as he as he finishes up what he's saying, he goes to reach for the carriage door and yeah. starts to uh, open it. Well, and so, hang on. So, can Razzle go to like slam the door shut as he's? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do I need to roll for it? Can I just nah, you just okay. grab it and you pull it closed real okay. quick. Okay, so I I pull it closed real quick. I'm like, all right. I look over to Randy. I'm like, listen, before we get out there, can you tell us anything about what's going on, man? Because like, look, we're doing some crazy stuff. I mean, you remember the Edder Cap? What's going on with Tabitha? There's lots of wacky, wacky stuff going on in this world. I mean, I personally would feel a little bit better if you could maybe shed some light on the situation, maybe a little, because yeah, I don't clue know. in, man. Okay, so Randy's had a chance during the night to kind of get his thoughts collected, and while it's still it's still kind of hazy, right? I do know the yeah. bulk of what's happened. Now. Yeah, you okay. know the bulk of it. You're just kind of fuzzed out right at the okay, moment. right at the actual moment. Okay, so I turn to both of you guys and I say, well. Say something, I'm giving up on you, Randy. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, okay. I guess so. <laughs> You've got okay. to now. So, yeah. 
Um, so I turn and I say to you guys, well, if it'll make things better for now, it's Eddie. That's oh. who did this. It's not me. And I shouldn't say more than that because I don't think it would be wise at this point. Uh, but it was not me doing this. It was Eddie. But Our, our sweet little belly boy? <laughs> our sweet little no, belly boy. Yeah. so. <laughs> not Eddie. <laughs> Better than uh, your sweet little Randy boy. Yeah, well. That's true. But, I mean, can you control him? Or? Uh, I uh, don't know. But what I'll say is I don't think any of you guys have anything to be worried about from him. As long as we stay on his good side, it sounds well, like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I would say so. But again, not that you guys have really interacted with him at all. So I don't think there's anything to really be worried <laughs> not about. Not interacted with him at all, except for, you know, what just happened. Well, yeah. And all the other times. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, prof. I mean, oh, you, I you look over and Symbol is like taking out a notebook and um, he's just writing stuff down and watching the conversation and he he's stops. Eating. He's just like, well, I um honestly, if Randy, if you say that this is Eddie, uh, you know, of course, Yashi Razzle, it could be quote unquote Eddie doing all this stuff. But I'm not here to take sides. I'd like to see you work through this and uh, find a way to overcome this, and you know, make it a part of your team dynamic. I understand that there's concerns, and I'm concerned myself. You know, the unknown is always very concerning. So. I'd say if, if you feel comfortable moving forward, we should. And if you have any more insight into how Eddie may interject, I think it would behoove you to be upfront with your bard mates. Yes, absolutely. But uh, given the dangerous person that we let escape, uh, not that I wanted to kill her, but she did get away. And uh, I think it's best if we just leave it at that for right now and just know that it wasn't me who was wielding that blade, at least not at my own control. That's mm. true. I can I can understand that. I can be okay with that. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's go and get what we need to do done, but any more info you might have Yeah, would be... we, we don't want it to be weird or anything. Well, I'll just say we've got a task at hand, and I'll let you know if he shows up again yeah. or tries to. Try, I guess, controlling yourself? I mean, it's I mean, generally worked so far, so... I don't know anything about not being able to control yourself, but, uh... What do you mean, Razzle? No! no. Nothing! <laughs> yes. Whoa. Okay. Could, um, don't make me roll. Time. Yeah, roll don't a deception check. Oh, yeah. oh, you, no. you went for it. So, nine plus three, twelve. Okay, and he's just like, I don't know what you're alluding to, um... No, I'm just saying, control yourself, take only what you need from it, uh, values we all should cherish, well, and... Regardless, agreed. Uh, <laughs> if any kind of you know measure of control can be administered um, in those moments, and Razzle busts out his like secret stash of like stress away potpourri, <laughs> just rubbing it in his hands, yeah. <laughs> rubbing it. In my- okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Puts good. it under oh. my armpits a little bit. What do you yeah. got over there, Razzle? Yeah, you want some? It's stress away potpourri. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we could all probably use a little bit. Ooh. Oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. But- Freshened it up before yeah. we step out. Um, it's got a little bit of uh, cedarwood bark, lime peels, obviously some lavender maybe some okotea okotea doesn't uh, exist in my world though oh no but 
but I have it. Where did I get it, Kyle? Ah, that's the real mystery now, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing with you. Okay, okay. So thus begins the real story. <laughs> the right. The journey. Bombarded unfolds. Yeah. The secrets Pain. unfold. Where's the secret? Ogotea. No, continue on with your herbal remedies. No, no, that, that was it. So. Um, so, so, yeah, you all get a whiff. You kind of come down from this conversation, and Razzle passes around the bowl of uh, stress away and everything, and you all get a nice deep breath of it, and everything kind of cools <laughs> out. You're, like, you know, relaxed and whatnot. You know, this nice, fr- <laughs> fresh-packed bowl of uh, stress away. Potpourri. Yeah, yeah, stress away potpourri. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, I'm still feeling a little, eh, about everything, but the potpourri is definitely helping. That's so. okay to feel like that. <laughs> I'm okay to have feelings. Yeah. Symbol says, well, if everybody's feeling it, let's go ahead and step on out there. Um, So he kind of pushes you out of the car. And he's like, just give me a moment. He closes it, and you hear, like, rattling going on and everything like that. And the you car hear, like, comically shakes. Yeah, it starts shaking and everything. Down. Symbol steps out, and he looks completely different. It kind of reminds you of when Yashi disguised herself as one of those right. uh, construction workers. He's got, like, a long duster on, and it's got, like, he reaches in and grabs out a notepad from it. He's kind of got, like, a fake nose applied on and some glasses, some big, thick, horn-rimmed glasses. It's like, all right, let's get the news. <laughs> extra, extra splash is looking good. <laughs> <laughs> and Symbol says, be sure to call me Louis Hewis, littlest guy. Oh, well. All right. When you stepped out from the carriage, you're hit by a hot, dry air. And you look around and you notice that there's these large buildings that are around you. And these structures look severely, like, weathered. Some of them looking almost uninhabitable. And uh, most of the foundations are kind of off kilter. So it's like they're at an angle in some places. Some of them look okay some of them are at an angle but despite all this everywhere there are lush green potted plants small gardens with uh, copious amounts of flowers ranging in color of blue red yellow purple all of this foliage in the area is very vibrant and well tended to the doorways have fine rugs covering them that you know you can part and walk through windows are lined with trinkets and there are ornate glassworks decorating the exterior that's what you just catch from your normal perception. So go ahead and give me another perception check real quick. And I want to ask Kyle, um, mm-hmm. are we in the white zone? Because the white zone is for loading and unloading only. Yeah, the sand beneath you is really, really white. Yeah. Do we hear a voice on an anchor say, the white zone is for loading <laughs> and unloading only. If you're going to load or unload, no, you don't do hear it any in of the that. white zone. <laughs> Fine. I got a 15 plus 1, 16. Okay. I got an 8 plus 3, 11. All right. 16 plus 3, 19. Okay, Razzle, you're a little enamored with Symbol's, you know, new get-up, and you're just kind of, oh, yeah, sweet duds and everything. It's kind of kind of got your attention. Maybe I'm a little anxious. He's like, we got to get out of this loading zone, guys. Come on, let's hurry things up. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Randy and Yashi, uh, as you're standing around surveying the area, you notice in the distance, you notice a couple of, like, jackals playing with each other. They're, like, tossing and tumbling around for a moment before they stop and they look at you and they just skitter off behind these buildings. As you're taking all this in, you two, Randy and Yashi, noticing those jackals. Razzle, you're standing with Symbol talking with them, and you notice, like, people start to filter out from around the corners of the buildings that are nearby. They walk out, and they're wearing these robes, and uh, they look like they were nice, but they're kind of tattered now. The people are really gaunt and skinny, 
Uh, you know, they look a little malnourished. There is one that like kind of stands out. He's a little bit distinguished from the others. You notice there's something on his neck, but you can't quite make it out because it's a little covered up by his hair. But he breaks from the group and approaches you and says, uh, "We represent. The <laughs> <laughs> we represent the Lumberpot No, he. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're not short. They're not like Randy size. Right. Yeah, yeah, I got oh, you. No. But he steps out and uh, he just says, "Welcome travelers." And then you hear everybody behind him say, "Welcome." So like everybody says Ooh. that all at once. Um the guy's saying, "We're we're so glad that you're finally here. We've been waiting for you." Oh. Hmm. For all of us? Mhm. Yes. Absolutely. Symbol, who are these guys? I you mean, said that they Huey, live here? Uh, Yashi, Huey. Oh. Huey. <laughs> well, um we, we've been waiting for you because we've been waiting for bards. We need a town song, and if you provide us a town song, we will take you to what you were looking for. Oh. Oh. Seems easy enough. Nice. Okay. Why do you need a town song? Uh, not many towns have songs. So. Uh, and he kind of like looks around at his people for a moment, and then he's like, well, we've kind of experienced a lapse in morale, and something about our town would make us feel better. Oh. Seed. Okay. Any specifics? Because we just got here. What cheers you guys up, I think, is what. In general, yeah. Stuff yeah. that makes you happy. Or what cheers you up, man? Anything in particular you'd want in there? One second. And he goes back to like a small group, and they do like a quick huddle for a moment. Yeah, naturally. And then they come back, and he just says, um, if you dote upon our town, like talk about how great our gardens are, and how nice we are to people, and how we're welcoming and inviting, and... We're, we're going to be good to you, and, you know, we just we want a better image for our town. Okay. Uh, well, okay. He's like, well, you, you, you look like you know your way around some musical instruments, so we figured we can give you what you want and or what Which you're here is... for. It's, it's, it's the stone, right? I'm just making sure we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it, it, we have a stone. How do we know you have it? Oh, I can have it. Can we see it? It's, it's in our temple. Um, we have it there. Look, why don't you make with the stone, then we'll make with the song. Would that, would that be fair? Uh, like, okay, look here. We're musicians, right? Yes. So we got to get paid every once in a while. You might know musicians don't make a whole lot. I don't know about you guys, but you know we got to make some gish while we're out here too. And we've been. I mean, growing up, there were many times where we would agree to something, and uh, after performing, have have nothing to show for it. So I'm a little skeptical, honestly, guys. I'm gonna roll a persuasion. Okay. To get this dude to show Go for us it. the stone. That is an 18 plus 6, 24. 18 plus 6. He's like, okay. And he turns around and he's like, uh, go let Jaira know that we have guests and they're here for the stone. Hurry, quick, quick. And, and come back and let, let me know when we can go. So one of the people like runs off like super quick. And <laughs> uh, and uh, he's just sitting there. He's like, I, I, I promise. I promise you'll, you'll get the stone and you can... You can have it. We've had quite a day or two. We wouldn't mind just a scrap of proof. Okay. Um, tuning up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, you know, if you've had a few days, are, are you hungry or thirsty? Uh, you know, and he, oh, yeah. he kind of says, hey, bring, bring up one of the jugs. Bring up one of the jugs. And, uh, you know, two people bring up this big, like, jug just full of water. And they have these cups and they, like, get the water out for it. And they're like, hey, if you're thirsty, we have water. Um, you, yeah. you hungry? We want you to feel comfortable. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like our own little makeshift green room. So I lean over to symbol. I'm like, these are the same people. Right. I mean, it's been a again. It's been a couple decades since I've been here, and they weren't this nice when I came through last time. And I mean, this looks familiar. 
Okay. I don't know where. Okay, I don't know where down. Mitch is, but all right, settle down, settle down. All right, well, uh, and at this time, as y'all are talking with uh, Symbol, the guy that was sent off comes back. He's got this cart with like a couple of stones in it. He's lifting them up, and he's like, "See, we you know, it, it's broken up, but we we have them. We we have the stones." We so investigation. I mean, if yeah. if you want to take them, you'll have to meet Jira, but. Mind if we get a closer look? Uh, by all means, here. Investigate. Nine plus one, ten. One plus zero for Yashi. I got two plus zero. <laughs> okay. From what you can tell, these are stones. I mean, uh, you don't have any experience with meteorites, so you can't. You don't have anything to gauge off of. Mm. So as far as you know... Look, babe. These are just stones. Like, can we just not see? Like, okay, so as a bard, y- you got to have a muse, right? You got to have something to inspire you to write your song. I feel like we've seen the city, we've seen you guys, and it's been a, a pretty solid thing so far. But, mm-hmm. you know, if we could just see that meteor, that would just be just the, the topper to really get your town's song just kicked up a notch, right? Yeah, of course. I just wanted to bring you pieces of it so you, right. you knew we had it. The bigger portion see, is back at our temple. Right. So I can't carry that. It's too so heavy. these came from the sky, right? Yes. Okay. Let's do a quick little insight. Okay. 17 plus 3, 20. You think he's telling the truth? Cool. Guys, he seems pretty sweet. We should make him a sweet song. I'm down. And I, everyone starts to like, yeah, 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 write us a song. And he's like, yeah, woo. Like, does the crowd kind of respond when you... Uh, yeah, oh, okay. a little bit. They're all, they're all kind of like, you know, excited. Like, whenever you're okay. like, all right, yeah, let's write a song. So everybody's just like, yeah, we'll write a song. Then, okay. then we can take you to the, to the bigger meteorite and so you, Rand- can, you can check it out. Randy gets a little distracted and starts like getting people like riled up and dancing and moving and grooving. Okay, you're going to hype, hype it up? Yeah. <laughs> Richard Simmons over here. Yeah. So. yeah, so I mean, you know, any anything nice you have to say about our town would be greatly appreciated. And you can get a front front row seat to our meteorite. There's good the money to word. <laughs> front row seat. Yeah, all right. Let's give them what they want. Let's make a flower song. Sure. Find the hole. Yep. Uh, wow. Okay. Not D bad. minor, E minor, G, and B diminished. And C. And see yeah, if we so. yeah. let's get right. rolling, y'all. Y'all sing uh, up a good drum, tune about uh, the town. What drum time. Oh, yeah, drum time. Okay. Excuse me. Yashi. Okay. Okay. Allie. All right. All right. Tails. Okay. Tails. Pattern's uh, gonna be sixty-four. Okay. That's gonna be yeah. Samba two. Yeah. All right. All right. Samba, Samba two followed by the drum kit, which is fifty-three. <laughs> Reggaeton 3. <laughs> oh, yeah. That All seems right. appropriate. Let's do it. Be a fun Excited. little plant song. Hey, everyone. It's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just wanted to give you another thank you for listening. We super appreciate it. If you're not currently following us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, get onto any of those platforms and just type in Bombarded Cast. We should pop right up. So if you want to share this episode or share the podcast in general using the hashtag BardCast, and if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please go in and rate, review, and subscribe. And, uh, you know, we can't express how much we appreciate stuff like that. If you want to hear more of Lindby, uh, go ahead and head over to lindbymusic.com. Lindby is spelled L-I-N-D-B-Y. You can also search Lindby Music on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to catch us there. Uh, other than that, I, I ain't got any anything else for you, so let's hear what they have to sing about this town and uh, get back into the podcast. Thank you again. Catch you next time. I'm going to take the glass that my water was in and start just kind of tapping out a, a cute little beat on it. I say, uh, hey guys, see if you can put something to this. All right, just don't break it, Yashi. 
someday say, oh, a pretty little town with gardens all around its base, someday say, oh, everybody's nice, so don't think twice about base, some more base, But what's it all about when you think that you know someone but now you doubt and everybody's saying razzle just chill out man i thought we were good but you don't know anything so i guess that they'll just sing Always exciting face, someday say, oh. Everybody's fine, they party all the time in face, some obey. But who am I? I just play my guitar, but is it all a and everybody's saying Razzle will get by But how will they feel if it's my turn to die? Whoa, whoa, Razzle, it's alright, man. Oh. We're not gonna die, we're just here to sing a song about a lovely town. Oh. Yeah, help yeah. us out. Alright. Two, three, four. Base Nights here in Basemobay. It's nice here in Basemobay. It's nice here in All right, so you wrap up your song, and everybody in the crowd's really enamored, and they're all like looking at each other, really excited, and they're all just saying, "Yeah, basum," and they're trying to sing the song, you know, along with you, like at the end, by the end of it, when you're just repeating the same line, and they're all like clapping and cheering. Everyone's super happy, and the guy you were talking to, he just comes up, he's like, "Oh." That was perfect. So yeah, follow me this way and we'll take you right to the meteorite. It's exactly what you wanted, right? Do they say anything about my little crisis bits? Uh, No, they kind of just, you know, blow past it for the for the better parts, and they're just like, yeah, that was that was good. Okay, it was good. Really painted our town. Really painted us in a good light. So you take it. Yeah, Uh, you. I I can take you to that stone, and Jira can tell you all about it. Yes, let's go. Okay, cool. Yeah, follow follow me. And uh, he starts walking off into the deeper parts of the town. And as you follow him, uh, give me a perception roll as you're walking through. Natural twine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Plus three. Hooray. <laughs> I got All a right. six plus three. I got a four plus one. Okay, uh, Yashi and Rosal, you notice as you're walking through, you just see more of the townsfolk, uh, more of these gaunt people, kind of nicer stuff. You kind of see the same stuff that you've seen so far. Randy, on the other hand, you, as you're walking through, one thing kind of sticks out to you. Every once in a while, you see, like, 
broken down caravan wagons like here and there, kind of in odd places. I just sticks out to you as an oddity. Okay. So real uh, quick, Razzle does feel better, like after singing and all the songs and stuff. So I guess I would say to you guys, like, hey, you know, thanks for you know, it felt good playing with you guys, you know, after all that went down and you know, I I know that you didn't have control and you know that sucks and we're here for you though. Like, you know, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll get through this. Just thanks. good to hear. Just was... try not to kill us. I Glad guess. you're not going to be crying kinda... and dying yeah. and having existential angst. Being a little drama llama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I feel better. Okay. So uh, you continue walking and following this person. They're leading you through the streets. Uh, eventually, you start to see a the top of a building that is higher than the rest of the ones around you. And you round the corner to see this large stairway leading up to the doorway of this building. You look over this temple-looking-like building, and you can see that it's been overgrown with uh, more of the same foliage you've seen around. Uh, You try to look for any kind of indications who it might be a temple to, and there's nothing really that sticks out to you. Anything, you know, it's probably either covered by overgrowth or it's been lost to time. So the guy gets to the base of the stairs, and he's just like, Oh, Jaira's right up here. Uh, follow me, and uh, we'll get to that stone. I promise you. I told yeah. you we would. So come on up, and we'll check it out. So, And he starts walking up the stairways. Uh, you follow him up, and he opens the doors into this lavishly decorated like worship hall. You can see like the walls are decorated with fine silks and glasswork. More of these like gaunt-looking people look a little bit nicer dressed in this area, but uh, they're they're just lounging on these large like pillows, uh, you know. And you notice in the ceiling, you notice there's like some holes in the ceiling where like parts of it have fallen through. But that's again, you just assume that's because of the age and the wear and tear. Pretty sure uh, it's an interior design choice. Get the natural light in there. Yeah, could could very well be. So, uh, but you notice at the end of this worship hall, there is a a woman sitting on like a very very nice looking chaise lounge, and there's a peculiar looking stone that sits on this pedestal, which you all assume to be the meteor. Uh, so the uh, the finally. guy that yeah exactly <laughs> the guy that led you in here, uh, he walks forward and he bows down really low before her in respect and just says. Lady Jaya, I brought these visitors to, to... They came for the stone. They 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 want to see it. And she kind of stands up and uh, she's like, Oh, we have visitors to contribute to the vision. Fantastic. Well, come on up. Touch the stone and tell me what you see. Uh, vision? What's vision? I don't want to pollute your mind. I want to know what you find from it without knowing. Right. I mean, uh, we have this board going on. It's our vision board. We're trying to figure out exactly what's going on here. What? C- can we see the vision board? No, because I don't want to pollute your thoughts. I want purity in your vision. Well, that right. makes sense. doesn't want to taint our vision. Doesn't. Ah. This little guy gets it. I don't want to taint your vision. And she kind of steps forward and, like, wraps the stone in a cloth and, uh, starts to bring it to you. Give me a perception check real yeah, quick. Those fuzzy feelings from the song are starting to fade. <laughs> Yeah, she's got a three plus one. Cool. Randy's got a 13 plus three. Sweet. I got a nine plus three. Okay, so 12. So as she's walking up to you, Randy, you notice that when she's walking up to you, like there is a weight to her step that does not match the size of her body. Okay. That stands out as super odd. Like, you know, there's almost like you can almost feel the ground move whenever like she steps. So she walks up to you and she has the stone. She says, please. Just place your hand on the stone and tell me what you see. Uh, it's like one of those crystal ball things. And I reach my hand out. Is. and Okay, you touch it. Go for it. 
Are we supposed to take turns though? To- All at once. Oh. My hand's on there. Um, Wait, so the roll we just did was to determine if this was weird, right? I couldn't say, can I roll uh, another thing? I can't just keep rolling different checks until I finally get Kyle to say, this is a bad or good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, like, that's like, kind of like metagaming in a way, right. I think. Because so, like, it's like, you didn't you didn't get the perception, right? So Randy's the only one who knows that something like stood out as yeah. odd about like her in general. And that's the only thing that really but, like... If my natural inclination was not to touch it, I mean, I have every right to not touch yeah, it, right? No, not, absolutely. Like, if you don't want to touch it, you don't have to touch it. Like, you okay, know, I I look at you, Randy, and I say, are are you gonna touch it? Touch the butt. <laughs> I mean, things have been weird enough. I might as well. So yeah. Okay. So Randy reaches out. Okay, I I put my hand over my eyes and I say, <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this, and I reach out and touch it too. Okay, so you all three reach out. Some of you tentatively. Some Wait, does Symbol do it too? Uh, even with you, he's kind of like you see him standing behind you, uh, you know, near the entrance, and of course he's dressed like Louis Hewis, oh, and yeah. he's got a little oh. notepad out, and he's just like you know taking notes and observing. Hey, Louis, you want to uh, get up here, Louis, Louis? Uh, oh, <laughs> baby, come on, touch the stone. And he, uh, oh, he's yeah, yeah, stop- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good, man. Uh, he he stops his ride and looks up. He's like, yeah, I guess uh, I guess probably get in on this firsthand experience and oh, whatnot. So, heck yeah, yeah. So uh, he puts his pad away and walks up to uh, to stand with y'all, and he's just like looking at you three, and he's like, I'm gonna do this. Oh, splashes go in the distance, going for speed. He's not all alone though. <laughs> In a time of need. So Jaira is just like, okay, so do you want to touch the stone now? I mean, four people are better than three, and that's more more to our vision. <sighs> All right, here we go. So y'all reach out, and some of you tentatively, some of you blindly, touch this stone. Immediately, your vision goes black. You all have this first-person experience that starts with you standing on top of a building overlooking the sea. The world beneath you begins to tremble. The sea is becoming violent. You begin to see pods rise from the surrounding area, and they shoot off towards the sky, disappearing. You are brought to your knees as a loud, bellowing series of notes shakes the planet. You begin to look towards the sky, and you see the red moon that you know as Brubeck. A blinding light nearby begins swirling when out of nowhere emerges a much larger blue celestial body. You can feel the planet beneath you beginning to tear. The ceiling that you're standing on gives way beneath you and you fall a great distance into a large hall. There you lay dying. The last thing you see is a tentacle come up into view and grab a nearby stone. It holds it tight as your vision fades to black. You all come to and you notice that your hands are placed on this exact same stone. A wave of uneasiness hits you as you make this realization. And Jaira looks at you and says... What did you see? Anything? Does your head hurt? Answer me. I demand you tell me. Uh, and she pulls the stone back and like covers it back up with the cloth that she was holding it in. She says, fool of a joke. <laughs> um, so you said we don't know what each other saw, right? Yeah. No, you oh. have no idea what each other uh, saw. I'm kind of looking at you guys for like any kind of yeah, help yeah. Or confirmation. Uh, did like you guys, I mean, I saw some weird uh, stuff. Yeah. Was, I, I, I don't know if I want to talk about it. Louis, you, uh, you see what we're seeing? Uh, I, I didn't see anything. Um, Whoa. I, nothing? Nothing weird? Nothing, nothing happened for me. So uh, it sounds like y'all had a pretty weird experience. Um, and he pulls out his notepad out. And uh, Jaira is just like, okay, well, at least three of you saw something. Wait, can we roll investigation? Maybe splash or, saw something and he's insight? not telling us. It would be yeah, an insight. If whatever. you want to roll an insight check, yeah, go ahead and roll an insight to see if Let's you can tell it. if he's lying. All of us together. 
I got a 15 plus 3, 18. Okay. Uh, one plus one. <laughs> awesome. And Randy got 11 plus three. All right. From what you can tell, he's telling the truth. Lo ho ho. Lo ho ho, dear readers. <laughs> um, okay, well, I say, uh, yeah, I've never really been one for visions and interpretations and whatnot. Uh, might need to consult with some sort of explicator first, maybe. I need some time to mull it over. Oh, okay. So if you don't want to just tell me what you saw, then... We can just have your friend killed. And you see Mitch get pulled out from a side room, and he's bound, and uh, they release a gag on his mouth, and he just goes, oh, guys, this isn't Basim. This isn't Basim at all. They stopped me in the middle of the night. You've got to get out of here. 